Hey guys, welcome back to another Ellie's Content Podcast. I'm your host Ellie and today I just wanted to give a massive thank you to all of the support from you guys from my previous podcast. It really means a lot and it's given me so much more motivation to just pursue this crazy dream. So this week I thought that I would talk about coronavirus and the message I just wanted to give today was just please stay home, especially if you're unwell, just do it for the sake of yourself and do it for the sake of others so this whole charade can just come to an end sooner, especially since we are like in some degree still in lockdown it's just that our restrictions have eased um if we just continue to follow the rules and regulations and we can hopefully come out of lockdown sooner so as we are you know still in lockdown um working from home and and you know doing all that stuff i highly recommend that you use this time to just do that thing you've been thinking about whether it's reading that book that you've been eyeing off for the past few weeks or finally handing in that school assignment that is overdue or learning a new hobby. So right now, whilst we're in lockdown, we can't really do anything else. So why not make the most of it and tick one, two, or maybe five things off your little checklist? And among Netflixing, YouTubing, and having the occasional call with your friend, I think it would be beneficial um, beneficial to us all in some way or another to learning something new. So obviously I am evidently an advocate for productivity. Being productive is amazing and I mean we only get one life so why not live it to the fullest? Do what you want because at the end of the day as long as you are happy does anything else really matter? And why do we stop ourselves from doing something that we've been longing to do due to the sheer fear of what others are going to think of us? I mean Honestly, who cares? Every single person judges, both you and I, and we both know it. It's a thing that everyone does, and either way, it's just bound to happen. Even the most famous and successful people are getting judged every day, and do they stop what they're doing? No, they don't. So why should you? If you love something, pursue that. Don't let others get in the way of something that could be so amazing. So... Back to the hustle culture of life, I do really want to put an emphasis uh, to rest. So to rest is to still be productive. So please do not shy away from resting. It's so important for us, especially to maintain prolonged periods of effective productivity. Like right now, I'm balancing this podcast, my website and uploading weekly articles um, to my website as well as my YouTube channel, which is Alison Kincaid, and you should check it out, as well as balancing both school and work. Now, that is a lot, and not everyone can do it. It's hard, and it can be stressful at times, but I still make sure that I'm setting aside time for my family, my friends, and even some time to play some video games. At the moment, I have been loving Forza Horizon 3 like no one's business. It's just been so fun, and just make sure that you're giving yourself these kind of breaks it's so important and it like just ensures your likelihood of burning out is decreased and no one wants to burn out it is honestly such a terrible feeling and it can be hard to motivate yourself to get out of a rut um and actually recently i did burn out and i ended up sleeping in it in until you know 12 to 1 p.m the following day and i messed up my sleeping schedule so badly and I grew very unproductive, very tired and very unmotivated and all I wanted to do was just sleep. Now, this happened because on top of school, my podcast, my website and uploading weekly articles and my YouTube channel, I took on so many extra shifts for work. So 
I normally do 10 hours a week and you know that's what my body's used to um and I ended up picking up around an extra 15 to 20 hours of work which I was not used to at all and that threw me around and caused me to burn out and it really does take a lot of motivation and self-discipline to get yourself out of a rut but ensuring that you are giving yourself the time to have breaks and taking a rest you can decrease your chances of such an event happening and again don't put too many things on your place at once so imagine it like a dinner plate for example my dad he can eat so much more food to what I can and I would explode if I tried to eat as much as my dad could and so now imagine that as your priorities so you may not be able to handle as much as what I can um what I can have on my plate and everyone is different and again so referring back to my previous podcast episode um quote Rome wasn't built in a day good things take time and just slowly work toward your goal all right so coronavirus what is it about COVID that I wanted to talk about today well well, so my main exposure to what's going on is obtained from my mum, who gets all of her resources and information from Twitter. And I think with Twitter, you were just ahead of the curve. And I swear the amount of doctors, politicians and experienced people head over to Twitter and post the newest information, sometimes even before the news is relayed this information. It's just insane. So I remember, for example, everyone on Twitter was like, just stay home, self-isolate, yada, yada, yada. But then over in America, for like six solid months or of solid exposure, did they only make it mandatory to follow such rules? But over here in Australia, we had already been in lockdown for like five to six months and they were only just going into lockdown and getting this spread under control. And I actually remember how nervous I was when COVID first started to really spread uh, in Victoria and I and I work at Woolies, so I was classified as an essential worker. So I was still going to work when COVID was spreading, and I still am. And, and I still am nervous each time I go into work, for I communicate with so many strangers. And like hundreds, possibly thousands of people are coming into the store that I work at, let alone the other stores in the area. So it was back in 2020, March 2020, and that was actually when I first got hired to work at Woolies. And it was my first job ever, so I started my first ever job when a pandemic was spiking. But it was so exciting and things were going great. And at this moment in time, um, we didn't need to wear masks just yet. But I remember when the managers started placing the social distancing stickers on the floor and masks became essential for the indoor environments. And I just remember realising like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening this is actually real. And no, I'm not saying that I didn't and don't believe in COVID um, and that I, I didn't think that it's a real real or serious thing because it is. And it's just that I'd realized that it was getting worse. And then as time progressed, my anxiety spiked to an all-time high. And I remember coming home, washing my hands a repeated amount of times, washing my work clothes immediately and sanitizing my watch and my phone as soon as I could. And this cycle occurred for weeks and it was and it was very strict and if I didn't do this I would freak out. And it was not good. I was not in a good mental state at all at this moment in time. And I just didn't feel comfortable at all. And I actually washed my hands so much to the point that my hands became completely dry. And I also have sensitive skin, so not only that, but my skin had flared up in the worst rash you know infection type thing ever and 
it so it started out as a rash and my skin just kept getting worse and worse because I kept sanitizing and washing my hands so much and I remember the physical pain that it caused me and it was just terrible and I literally went into a full-on panic mode and panicking early early on does have a bad reputation but I mean I found it really hard to control my anxiety in this regard and I was scared and I remember then when we went into homeschooling I actually enjoyed homeschooling and I think it can be really hard for some um but I I found it rather easy but again it's it's not made for everyone and because not everyone has a high level of resilience or self-discipline or self-motivation to keep up with the work and and not sleep in and it can be hard to grow such such a thing and it does take time again something like this cannot just happen overnight it it takes a lot of effort and, and doing it consistently. So as time progressed whilst I was at work, my level of stress did decline and I became a little bit more comfortable with it all. And how did I do this? So I did this by ensuring that I was doing everything right, such as washing my hands, but I did force myself to stop washing my hands to the extent at which I was. And I was making sure that I was keeping my distance and making sure that I was wearing my mask appropriately, you know, both covering my mouth and my nose. And I would distance myself further from the individuals who I did not feel comfortable around. And I kept reminding myself that everything was going to be okay because it's it was and it still is. And why worry about the future when it isn't even happening yet? So I tried to just keep my mindset in the present and not focus on the future nor the past, just the now. And I found this really helpful and I still use it to this very day and I highly recommend that you give it a go as well. So last week actually on Thursday at 11.59pm the restrictions for Metro Victoria had eased. So we are now allowed to go back to school. We can have up to 10 visitors in our home and there is no travel distance limit except we do not have the ability to go into regional Victoria as of yet um, for we don't want to spread the virus to them and cause an outbreak there. So that is very exciting. However, my personal opinion on this, well, yeah, this is super exciting and many other people are now going to be able to get out of their homes and their mental health will begin to increase and all, but I'm still a bit nervous. Now, why am I nervous? So I'm nervous because we're still currently getting around, you know, 2,000 cases a day and maybe just under some days and maybe just over, but it's still scary and, and it is intimidating. It's a big number, but again, like I said before, as long as I'm doing the right thing, as long as... As we are doing the right thing and if I don't feel comfortable I just make sure that I exclude myself from the vicinity in which I I was in that's making me feel uncomfortable and of course I too like everyone else I'm sure want to get out of the house go see my friends have sleepovers have small gatherings and especially since the weather's getting warmer there is no better time than to go to the beach and I'm not going to stop myself from doing such fun activities. You know, I want to I wanna just ensure that I am comfortable and if I'm not, I will stop. And regarding homeschooling, I personally have found it rather easy these past two years, making sure that I'm handing in all of my work on time, making sure I'm trying my hardest and studying for my sacks. However, these past couple of weeks, I've been finding it rather hard and a little bit stressful for we do have exams coming up. And I do have the option to go back to school, but I am currently choosing not to for the time being, as I still do not yet feel comfortable in doing so. And my mum agrees with me. And I actually remember when the death toll due to COVID became prominent and it was all over over the media platforms. Every media platform was talking about it. It was spoken about on the news, across Facebook, across Snapchat, and even across the conversations I was having with the customers at work. 
in the beginning of it all I was like wow okay but it didn't actually intimidate intimidate me that much um, but now it really does and I actually I actually started thinking about this and how you realize that it will take an extreme event like a family member passing for you to be like wow okay we we need to make a change or wow we actually need to start do something uh, start doing something about this and then this got me thinking so I remember some people were actually talking about how this coronavirus pandemic is next to the worst thing after the world war Two happened and after hearing this I was like no way I don't really believe that and I mean thinking about it now like with the war you were seeing your friends die hearing and seeing bombs explode getting captured and getting traumatized and when you think about it like that this covid pandemic has nothing on the world war there are and maybe you know a few similarities but there are far more differences between these two and if you think about it there have also been many other far severe outbreaks in the past um, that have much been worse, more worse to the one that we're experiencing now. And touch wood that this one doesn't get any more worse. And I actually think that it's awesome that the vaccination rates for not only Victoria, but a lot of places around the world is so high. And no, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting the virus, but it can increase your chances significantly for staying alive and overcoming the virus if you were to get it. And that's why COVID is still spreading. Though 80% of us in Victoria have been vaccinated and this number is still growing, um, which is awesome. You know, the, the number of vaccinations is still growing. Um, but again, it doesn't stop us from catching it. It just helps us become more immune to the virus. Um, so our effects are not as severe in the event of catching it. And now I'm not saying or encouraging that just because you have the vaccine, you can go and do whatever. You know, I'm not encouraging you to go and lick handrails or whatever. It's still important that we follow the rules and regulations in order to begin seeing a decline in the new cases and slowly cease this virus away so we can go back to a normal uh, life and not need masks and have parties with huge amounts of people and feel comfortable to go anywhere and everywhere. Now, Everything that has happened during COVID, of course, is not all bad news, but again, it is not all good news either. So thinking about it from a business and economic perspective, consumer spending is one of the most important driving forces for global economic growth. And COVID-19 has changed nearly every aspect of our daily lives. And consumer spending is no exception. And generally, spending is down across all industries as lockdown measures have restricted what we can spend money on due to, uh, you know, restaurants and shops being shut and air travel having been suspended. But equally, the economic consequences of the coronavirus pandemic have meant that consumers are less inclined to spend more, with, uh, with many experiencing their household income to continue to fall in the coming months. And time spent indoors, however has caused us to spend more on home entertainment and groceries. And clearly, COVID-19 has not impacted every industry equally. I mean, you know, Woolworths and Coles have definitely made a huge increase in sales and profit, no doubt, whereas many other businesses that were classified unessential um, have had to close down. And this has resulted in a few businesses having to shut for good. So for some, rebuilding their customer experiences uh, by appealing to changing values, which could result in a profitable and perhaps much needed revival. But for some other companies, there is no such choice but to play the waiting game. Regardless, every industry faces one universal truth, being life after this pandemic will look significantly different. 
Now, with some aspects of this coronavirus pandemic for me, so for example, the death toll. I mean, of course I feel bad for the people who were related to to the person that had died from COVID, but I did not dwell on it, uh, nor did I think about it for longer than a mere second. And I know I'm not alone here. And for me, at the beginning of it all, um, I was thinking, is this normal? Am I just insensitive, you know? Um, something like that. And I was actually on a call with a couple of my friends a few weeks ago. And yeah, yeah, it was a few weeks ago now. And we were um, talking about this. So like this topic arose because we were just talking about when we're going to get out of this lockdown. And we didn't think that it was going to be as soon as what it was because, you know, we're getting around 2000 cases a day. But anyway, so we got talking about this topic of wondering if we were insensitive regarding the death of those who passed away from COVID and there were three of us in total in this call. And one of my friends actually, they're, they're trying to get into training for a job after high school. And anyway, so they actually said something along the lines of, oh yeah, this it's like the markets are going crazy or something. And they were implying that the companies were going to make crazy profits from this whole pandemic. And then they said something, but obviously it's, you know, it's a big tragedy that's happening. And then we were like, right, let's, let's stop you right there. What do you mean by that? Um, and then we were like, you know, how much do you care? And they were like, well, it's just such a tragedy and, you know, people are dying. It's obvious. And then we were, we were like, well, do you actually hear about that? And so we just got talking and then we asked ourselves, who is the most distant person that you know where after them you're kind of cut off your level of care and and I mean of course you're still going to care and sympathize for that person I'm not saying that we're emotionless or apathetic toward this Um, but we were just trying to figure out what our level of care was toward the people that we basically don't know and then we're asking ourselves questions like who is the most distant person who you would care for if you found out that someone that they loved became sick or something like that um, and you didn't know this person that they loved or cared for. It was just the person um, who you knew, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Do you ever understand something so well and it makes so much sense to you, but then you try and explain it to others and it's like you've forgotten how to like speak properly or you just cannot simply put it into words without it taking forever or just completely overcomplicating it? That That is how I feel right now. So I hope this little tangent isn't too complicated and it is somewhat making sense. But anyway, so it's not like the person that you know um, is terminally ill or dead, but it's someone that they know and love. So a loved one of your friends or a loved one of your family member or a loved one of, you know, like an acquaintance. So how distant does this acquaintance have to be for you to kind of care about it? And so how am I defining, you know, when, when I say care about it, how am I defining that? What do I mean? Well, we actually kind of spoke about this in, and one of my friends proposed that there are different kinds of sad. So there's firsthand sadness and then there's secondhand sadness where you feel sad for someone else. So for example, if you found out that your friend's nan had died, let's say, you know, um, and you don't know your friend's nan at all, you'd um, probably still feel bad for your friend um, because they're sad. And, and what was proposed was that this kind of sadness to if you're is different to if your own nan nan had died for example so that was one thing that we were trying to understand this idea um and I don't know does that does that even make sense and then this actually got us thinking what would we do with our time if we had only two years left and you knew 
that you only had two years left on this earth? How would you spend it? So we started talking and we imagined that COVID wasn't a thing and we could travel and that there was there was practically kind of no limit to what we could do. Um, but we weren't rich. We were we were imagining that we had a decent source of income and we were trying to think realistically. So this actually got me thinking, what on earth would I do if I had only two years left? And this isn't something that you normally think about, um, but I think it, it should be, you know. One day you could wake up and, and be fine and... The next day is just not always promised to us. Life is so unpredictable and that's why just why not live every day to the fullest? Why are you limiting yourself? And again, to what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, you know, why are you not allowing yourself to do that thing that you've been wanting to all this time? You know, what is holding you back? Is it out of the sheer laziness or are you nervous of being judged or do you not know how to do it? And again, you know, people are going to be judgmental and it's it's bound to happen. And if you feel like you don't know how to do it, there's literally Google, there's YouTube or even ask a friend. Just simply you won't know unless you try or unless you ask. And you may be afraid to ask your friends for something regarding what you're trying to do or, or to tell your friends about what you're trying to do. And I mean, it was like for me, I was... When I, when I told my friends about my podcast and my YouTube channel, I was so nervous. But after I told them, I was so glad that I made that decision to tell them because the amount of support I got was insane. I felt a little bit overwhelmed and it made me really appreciate my decision. And again, I wouldn't have known unless I'd given it a go. And now this is a morbid question, you know, if you were to die in two years time, what would you do with that time? Um, but it's it's true, you know, life is not infinite. There's actually this one short story I remember hearing and it was um, about 60 seconds. Someone got tattooed on their arm the words 60 seconds. And now what did this mean? What did 60 seconds mean? So it actually meant that if they only had 60 seconds left to live, would they regret anything? And of course, I'm sure most of us um, will say yes to that, that we do have things that we regret. Um... But so from now on, after you listen to this podcast, I want you to live your life with no regrets because why? Why would you live your life with any regrets? Don't create any more regrets. Just live your life the best that you possibly can for we are only on this planet for so long. So just keep that in mind. If you were to die in 60 seconds, why? What would you regret and why? Why Why did you let yourself regret that? So I am going to put an end to this episode here and I do want to finish off with a quote and today's quote is take the time to do what makes your soul happy and I really like this quote because again referring back to what I said at the beginning of today's podcast if you love something pursue that don't let others get in the way of something that could turn out to be so great because again we will all die at some point so make your time worthwhile and just do that one thing you've been wanting to and please, if you enjoyed today's podcast, to share with your friends and family and please leave a review if you're on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast. Don't forget, if you get the chance to check out my website at Ellie's Content and my YouTube channel at Alison Kincaid. And that's all for now. See you later.